0: is the whl this week radio edition presented by the western hockey league here's your host john keen and welcome to the show we have a lot ahead this week connor bedard has hit 50 goals and 100 points now in back-to-back seasons we'll hear from him defenseman olin Zellweger has sure excelled since the blockbuster trade to kamloops he'll be our guest the playoff race in the eastern conference sees six teams battling for the final three spots all separated by just a few points we'll take a closer look there and longtime whl general manager tim speltz was presented with his 2021 governor's award last week we'll get his take on his time in the league first up connor bedard has hit another milestone brian munns caught up with him in regina
1: Here's Bedard, right point,
0: loading up to the circle. He shoots, scores! Number 50! Connor Bedard has tied it up at four. 50 goals in back-to-back years. The first to do it in Pat's history since Mike Sillinger and the ninth to do so in franchise history, it's 4-4 with three minutes to play in the second.
2: Connor, congratulations. 50 goals, 100 points last night in Prince Albert. Uh, what does it mean for you to be able to reach both of those marks at this point of the season?
3: Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it too much. I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's cool and everything. But, uh, you know, I think I was it's more focused on uh, trying to get the win last night. And obviously, that, that didn't happen. So, uh, you know, I wasn't, wasn't too happy, obviously.
2: First Pat to do it since back in 1990-91 when Mike Sillinger did it. Hometown kid now that you've lived in this city for a couple of years. Does that add something special to it that uh, you're kind of tied into Regina Royalty?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, Pat's is the oldest franchise and there's a lot of history to it. So to kind of have your name thrown in there, you know, here and there is uh, definitely pretty cool.
2: Can you compare the 50 so far this year to going right down to the wire last year and needing to get it done as, as late as you did?
3: uh yeah i mean i don't know i haven't haven't kind of thought about that too much i mean obviously uh you know you're you're a little older and everything but um you know to to be able to do it is is special and um but you know i haven't thought about kind of comparing
2: or anything you're surrounded by so many talented players on this hockey club what does it meant for you to have you know the sous de lives and the Howes and the spozels and you know players like that to be able to share that with and, and have success with
3: yeah, for sure. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you know, like you said, we got we got so many guys that are, are so skilled, and um, you know, having having unreal years themselves. So uh, to be able to kind of celebrate everyone's everyone's success on on this team has been a lot of fun.
2: You were good going into the World Juniors. Did that springboard at all? Is that a fair comment to say that when you look at you've got 36 points in the last 12 games coming out that uh, you haven't really missed a beat?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, you know, I'm. I'm just playing. I haven't thought about, you know, the numbers too much or, or kind of coming back and everything. But, um, you know, I think when you're you're with those guys, obviously Team Canada, the best best players in the country and, and in the world, you you learn a lot, so I think you can kind of take a few of those things and bring them back to your club team.
2: One of your gold medal teammates on the other side, uh, what was it like to be a part of uh, Team Canada with Zachal Stopchuk and going up against him here tonight?
3: Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a great guy and, and obviously a, a really good player. He was such a such a key to our team and um, you know obviously to, to win win two with him now is uh, pretty cool. And I played him once once in Vancouver, um, you know before before the tournament. And uh, you know it's it's not that easy. So uh, you know we'll see obviously how it goes, but it'll be good to see him and everything.
2: Connor, so many times, obviously from a Winnipeg standpoint, we look after what Zach Benson does media-wise, and he and I joke it's kind of in the first two or three questions he gets asked about you. So I want to ask you about uh, Zach Benson and tell me what you've seen from him all the way up here through childhood and now getting a chance to play with him at top prospects and again against him tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's special and, uh, you know, for me to, I think we, we played together since we were 9-10 in uh, spring hockey all the time. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I always knew, watched him and, and see how competitive he is and, and his skill level. And, you know, just he, he loves hockey and I think that's kind of what people would say that, Know him, and I, I. remember the coach was talking about he's, you know, telling him there's no way he's missing a preseason game or anything like that. So I think, uh, you know, he he works so hard, and um, you know, obviously he's having having such a good year, but that's expected with, you know, how good of a player he is, and uh, it's been really fun to follow him. He's not a golfer. Do you and him talk about anything else other than hockey? <laughs> no, I mean when we, when we see each other, it's uh, you know a lot about hockey, and um, you know obviously how how each other are doing and that sort of thing. So uh, it was definitely good to see him at top prospects and kind of talk about you know playing spring and, and all that stuff finally connor
2: when you look at a big picture here for the pats right now number six in the eastern conference there's eight points separating really six teams that are in the race what's it like to be in this mix right now
3: yeah i mean every game's so important and uh it feels like you're playing a, a playoff game every night so uh you know it's fun and um you know for us we got 17 left here and they're all they're all so big so um, you know, we got to obviously, obviously win, and, and um, you know, I think it's, it's pretty pretty fun, though, to have that tightness, and obviously every game so so huge. So, uh, you know, we're excited for these last few games. Are you a scoreboard watcher, or do you just kind of let it play out? Uh, I mean, I'll look at the standings and everything and obviously see where we're at. So, um, you know, but I think for us, all we can do is focus on ourselves and, and win the games that we play.
2: Appreciate the insight. Thanks for doing this continued success.
4: Yep, thank you. This is the WHL This Week, presented by the Western Hockey League.
0: World Junior defenseman Olin Zellweger has been on a tear since joining the Kamloops Blazers 31 points in 17 games along with a plus 24 rating. I spoke with him with the Blazers in the midst of their six game Central Division
5: road swing. Yeah it's been good. I mean uh, you know the team's been having success and you know when that happens uh, you know players uh are uh, normally playing well and uh, i think everyone's been playing really well and uh gotta give a lot of credit to my teammates and uh uh, everything for everything that's been going going in and stuff so you know i just want to keep uh to playing my game keep uh working hard and uh, you know hopefully uh, get rewarded You know, knowing about the player you were
6: and seeing you at World Juniors, you never really get a a sense of how a player really is until they're ingrained with their new team and you see them on a night in night out basis. And I would say that, you know, you've come in better than advertised uh, here. Have you felt that you needed to do more or
5: impress considering how big of a, a trade it was between the two teams? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if there's uh, the, the pressure uh, to to do that, but I think uh, you know there's a lot of pride. You wanna you wanna come to your new team and impress uh, new players, new coaching staff, and new fans. So uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my best and play the best hockey I can and help the team win games because uh, that's what I was traded here to do: help the team win. So obviously, a uh, trade is uh, it's a big one, and I think. Uh, you see that and you want to obviously uh perform to your best uh when the team uh holds that much value for you. Do you think you're playing differently as far as maybe uh, an increased role
6: or maybe a little bit more freedom to play uh in Camloops other than your old destination or anything like that? Uh
5: yeah I mean maybe a bit I don't know I'm not too sure I think it's just uh, the coaching staff has um encouraged uh, me to play my, my style and um Yeah, I think it's been working. There's lots of great players on this team that I have um, pretty good chemistry with, too, so I think we're able to to make some plays out there and... uh you know uh, it's pretty uh we have pretty good chemistry so that uh that all helps for the the offense you're playing uh, a ton
6: of minutes uh i i don't know what the average would be but i would render a guess of 26 27 minutes tonight but
5: i i know the word is like you you want to play more like you could play much more out there yeah i mean i think you want to always play more uh, i don't know what about the other guys but for myself uh <laughs> I'd play more if I had to. I know there's a lot of a lot of great defensemen on the team, so I don't have to play uh, more than that. But I always I always enjoy uh, you know being out there because that's why you practice. Uh, that's why you, that's why you do all the preparation. You want to be out there. You want to have an impact in the game. And I think you know playing more. Uh, Maybe helps you impact the game more but you know i've been really happy with uh the ice time uh here it's been a uh, plenty and uh i think every all the other defensemen are, are really doing well and they're earning a lot of ice time too
6: are you a numbers a stats guy at all like you know i mentioned you're you your third in defenseman scoring right now but you're actually leading all defensemen in goals like how aware are you or of this or maybe are
5: you not aware of it yeah i mean i think uh you know, most players are pretty aware of the the stats. I don't, I don't keep a close eye on other players. I just uh, try to, you know, like have an impact uh, every game, and you know, try to contribute offensively. I think that's where I'm uh, re- really uh, good. So, you know, going into games, I just try to to focus on playing my game and. Uh, You know, uh, sometimes you get rewarded. You guys are the Memorial Cup hosts. We know that.
6: Um, This team has made some changes, uh, a few at the deadline, yourself included, with Ryan
5: Hofer. How's everybody coming together with this team? Yeah, it's been good. You know, we have uh, Demick. uh, He played his first game against Edmonton, um, and he looked good. So... Um, we're excited to to really get uh to get clicking with the the full the full roster now, and uh, it's pretty exciting, uh, especially uh, how well we've been playing the past few games. And yeah, it's just uh, it's a really exciting time, I think. Okay, Olin, continued success. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you.
4: From the drop of the puck to the Ed Out Cup, this is the WHL this week radio edition.
0: The Eastern Conference playoff chase features Regina, Calgary, Medicine Hat, Swift Current, Brandon, and Prince Albert, all fighting for three spots. It'll no doubt go down to the final weekend of the season in Calgary. Hitman head coach Steve Hamilton hopes a recent tough stretch is now behind them. No question, we're in a dogfight right
2: now, and um, you know, optimistically, within the next couple weeks, hopefully, we can get ourselves a little, you know, flusher in the lineup and. That
0: would uh, certainly help. Meanwhile, the Swift Current Broncos are looking to get back into the postseason for the first time since winning the Ed Chenealth Cup in 2018. Head coach Devin Pratt says they'll need to play their best in this final month of the season.
7: Yeah, just, you know what, find that consistency down the stretch here. Um, We've had a little bit of a yo-yo effect of late, uh, you know, beating Prince Albert, then losing them, beating Brandon, then losing to them, and um, some quality efforts against Winnipeg in between there. So just find that consistency every night, Um, not looking at the standings and looking for favors, but taking care of our own business. We were in this position last year, so lean on that experience, Um, lean into that experience as well, and know that uh, we take care of our own, we'll be all right. You mentioned uh, not looking for any
6: favors, but uh, it makes for some interesting scoreboard watching, I'm sure, here down the stretch.
7: Yeah, interesting is one word uh, to use. Uh, there's no such thing as a sure thing, that's for sure, um, when you're watching. So, um, yeah, I think for our guys it's important that we just focus on our own here uh, on the job that we have to do. And, um, you know, no easy task here tonight, but we got to play quality hockey.
6: You have some head to head games left with some of these teams you're, you're battling with. You know, Moose Jaw, you're going in there. I know they're not, they're a little bit in that next tier above, but, you know, you got to be looking at those head to head games as playoff games here coming up.
7: Yeah, certainly. Um, We still have three against Med Hat left, a game against Calgary. Um, Those are going to be important ones. And then four against Moose Jaw, extremely, extremely important games for our team. So, um, as I say, uh, we want to play to our identity every night. We don't want to have any lulls. We don't want to get lost out there and kind of not know who we are, what we do, and what we do well. And, you know, that's the challenge of building off our effort.
0: In the corners and around the boards, the WHL This Week
4: Radio Edition.
0: Longtime Spokane Chiefs General Manager Tim Speltz finally received his WHL Governor's Award this past week. Jay Stewart sat down with him in Las Vegas. With Tim
4: Speltz, the former general manager of the Spokane Chiefs, currently the general manager of the Henderson Silver Knights down here in the Las Vegas area, recognized with a Governor's Award. And this was uh, something that you were recognized with back in the spring. What was your first reaction when you heard that you were going to uh, receive this recognition?
1: Well, very proud, uh, I think, first and, and humbled uh, just with the names that are, that are on that list and to be recognized as a builder in the Western Hockey League. I, I don't think you ever thought of yourself that way un, yeah. until you were recognized, uh, but very proud uh, uh, to, be, to be on that list, and, and uh, it's, a, it's an accomplishment that I'll, uh, I'll treasure.
4: So when you reflect back to when your career started back in medicine, Adam, I'm not going to say the decade, it was <laughs> quite, quite a while ago. Uh, But when you reflect back, who are the people that you remember that helped you get your career started?
1: Well, I think first and and, uh, probably the guy that that gave me the opportunity just because of the doors that he opened for me were were former uh, WHL president Ed Cheneau. And I got to know Ed when I was working in a minor capacity with the Medicine Hat Tigers. I was the uh, manager of the AAA midget team and Ed's son came to Medicine Hat to play. And I got to know Ed Uh, who was a very highly recognized and respected hockey person. And uh, Ed, you know, was the one that that I think went to bat for me to give this young guy a chance. And and when I started, uh, I was 28 years old, and and that was young uh, in general manager terms for sure. Uh, But, you know, you were, you know, kind of ears wide open, eyes wide open, and and, uh, you you had to learn. And uh, I think Ed was instrumental in that opportunity. And then when the Spokane opportunity came again, uh, Bobby Brett had a lot of respect for Ed Chenoweth, and, and that was one of the reasons that he ended up buying the Chiefs. He really respected Ed. He uh, appreciated his leadership. And I think that, uh, you know, took to heart his, his recommendation. And, and he didn't tell Bobby to hire me necessarily, but he said, hey, give this guy a chance. You know, like, he's definitely a candidate. So everything worked from there. So Ed firstly. And then when we did get into the league, uh, both myself, Kelly McCrimmon, Pete Anholt were young, young guys in the league that gravitated to each other. Uh, I was always fortunate that, you know, Kelly was in the other division, uh, the other conference. So, you know, you could bank things off, hoping that you were going to play him at the end of the year because that was going to be a, the league final. We did play in, in one of those as well. Uh, but we, we, I think, used each other for resources. And then Pete Anholt was another young guy, also instrumental. And then as we transitioned, you know, the early 90s, Bruce Hamilton got involved. I, I always had a lot of respect for Bruce and, and his hockey background. Again, a, another guy that, you know, was one of the younger guys coming in. And, and then, for whatever reason, Brent Sutter and I got to be good friends. Brent had a whole different, you know, path to his career. But when Brent got into the Western Hockey League, uh, you know, he was another guy that was instrumental for me and, and a real good uh, real good resource. Uh, now you're down
4: here in the Vegas area with Henderson, working closely with the Vegas Golden Knights, working closely with Kelly McCrimmon. Technically, you were last year's recipient. Kelly is this year's recipient. How special is that to be a part of that together?
1: Well, again, it, just, it, it kind of closed maybe out that chapter together. We started together and, and maybe closed together in that regard. Uh, I think we're still very interested and as active in the league as we can be, you know, understanding it's, it's not your number one priority by any stretch. But it was, it was special for me to be, to be with Kelly. He meant a lot to me. Uh, I think because of my hockey background or limited hockey background getting in and that I wasn't a player, uh, you know, I really felt that, you know, I, I didn't know how many opportunities I was going to have. And uh, when the one ended quickly in Medicine out my second opportunity was in Spokane. You know, quite frankly, I might not have got a third opportunity without, some, you know, without a track record and some longevity there. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to get that, and, and like I say, I, I credit Kelly as being a big part of that. As much as we are competitors, uh, we, you know, we ended up being you know, confidence with each other. I think he was definitely, I would classify him as a mentor for me. He was a guy that I could talk to, uh, and at the same time, learned a lot from. So it, it was, it was uh, I think, very, for me, very special.
4: You spent a majority of your career in the Western Hockey League. Now you've been away for six or seven years, but you're still tied to the WHL, why is the Western Hockey League important to you, and why is the WHL important to the hockey world?
1: Well, I think when you look at it as a feeder system, I mean, the Western Hockey League, I And mean, whether you're looking at managers, coaches, you know, I introduced you to Jorge Lopez, who was a trainer or was an equipment manager in, in, uh, in Seattle. We've got so many people. I mean, our coaching staff, for instance, I mean, uh, Manny Viveros played and coached in the Western Hockey League. Jamie Heward played and coached in the Western Hockey League. It is a feeder, it is a development system for, for the next levels, and, and I think that's important. And then I think any time that you have the roots that, you, that I have in the Western Hockey League is there as long as I, I have been there, uh, it makes it special. I mean, the Spokane Chiefs are special, the city of Spokane for me. I mean, we moved there in, in uh, 1990, uh, it's still home for us. Uh, you know, we've, we've got a place here in Henderson, but in the off-season, I'm in Spokane, I, I hope Spokane is home forever. Uh, My daughters were raised there. I mean, that's part, for me, Spokane is a part of the Western Hockey League and a big part of my life. And when you look at, you know, the growth of the league and and where it is now, uh, I I think you're just very proud for me that I was a part of that.
4: And you mentioned your connection to Spokane. You're probably never going to lose that connection with the Chiefs, with the relationships you have there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I owe the Chiefs so much, I mean, Bobby Brett, you know, took a chance on a on a young guy in in 1990, and and we'd uh, you know to me we got to be really good partners in in what we were doing. I think I understood where Bobby and, and ownership were coming from. Uh, I think he understood me, and I think we grew together. Uh, you know, relatively. I mean, I had some hockey experience. I mean, I had been GM for a couple of years. Bobby had limited hockey experience, other than the fact that he was a Las Vegas or sorry, Los Angeles yeah. King uh, season ticket holder. I mean, it was limited, but. He knew sports, and, and he had a real good foundation to what he wanted. Uh, I think we, were, we communicated well together. We grew together. And then there's a few other people that, you know, I really evolved with. Mark Miles on the business side, uh, you know, he took uh, so much pressure off of me when, when he, you know, was, uh, was you know, elevated to that role, uh, helped me so much, uh, you know, just taking care of the business, and I could look after the hockey and then Brenda Nelson, you know, worked with us, and, and we worked side-by-side side for 25 years, and that was a long time. And, you know, I always, you know, for me, I mean, I, I think I'm a fairly efficient person, but when you've got, you know, somebody like Brenda that you can delegate to, I mean, you can be twice as efficient and no different than the business side with Mark Miles, you know, when we had our plan and he was able to implement it, and it just took a lot of pressure off uh, when you know those other areas are looked after.
4: All right, Tim, congratulations. Best of luck as you go, and uh, we'll see you in Spokane. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Hey, that's the show. I want to say big thanks to Brian Munns and Jay Stewart in Spokane for their help. Thanks, guys. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation
1: with the WHL Broadcast Partners and Bauer Hockey.